Welcome to another episode of Team Rhino Outdoors Musky Fishing Podcast. And if you're listening on Monday when this one is released, you can go to teamrhinooutdoors.com and you can get 10% off your purchase by entering the code TRO10 at checkout. It's our annual Thanksgiving, Black Friday, end of the season sale. Something we only do one time a year. If you're looking for the best deal of the year on Team Rhino Outdoors custom colors and stock colors and everything else that we have, go check it out. TeamRhinoOutdoors.com. Enter code TRO10 at checkout. Save yourself 10%. This week, we're going to talk to Matt Gunkel from Lungeon Lures, and we're going to talk about the 50 Cal. That's their new crankbait that they came out with in January. And seeing as though it's still kind of fall, we figured it fits in the uh, the program yet. So we're going to talk to Matt and uh, see what he has to say about that particular bait, what his reason was behind you know coming out with it. And we, we touch a little bit on their other crankbaits. They have a 22 long, 22 short, but we don't hit on that too much. That will be a different episode for a different time. I'd imagine either him or Chris from Lungeon Lures will come on and talk about those baits. Or we'll do that at a more seasonal specific time. So I don't think I have anything else to say on this intro. So let me go get Matt on the phone. And we'll talk about the new 50 Cal from Lungeon Lures. All right, my guest today is Matt Gunkel with Lungeon Lures. And today we're going to talk about the 50 Cal. So if you listen to our Backlash podcast, we talked a lot about Lungeon Lures and with Chris from Lungeon Lures. And he's talked about their relationship with with Matt. And I've never talked to Matt on Backlash, so we're talking to Matt today. And the topic is going to be the 50 Cal. So, Matt, before we start talking about 50 Cal, how are things going in your world? I'm imagining you're still fishing. Things are going well, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. appreciate the opportunity. Things are going well. Um, I was uh, fishing in Tennessee just a, a week and a half ago, and here in Southern Illinois, fishing's still still going. We don't usually get much ice, or if we do, it's only for a week or two in maybe January, December, January. When I get, when I get a little bit of time and a little bit of reprieve from work, I plan on getting out on the water hopefully in the next week or two. So we're kind of jealous of that because our seasons are kind of winding down. So we definitely do not have the same luxury and opportunities that you do. But anyways, so we're talking 50 cal today. First off, let's talk about this one because this is the biggest one in the Lunge and Lures crankbait lineup. Why don't you talk a little bit about its makeup and its size and then we'll go into, you know, kind of the application on this one and where, where guys are going to put this one to the test. Yeah, the Fitty Gale is the biggest molded crankbait that we have in our lineup. It's a nine-inch kind of slender drop belly. I would say general shape, kind of like a nine nine-inch Cisco, and with the lip, it's just about eleven inches. Um, it's I would say it's more like a medium diving, not not as deep diving as our twenty-two long, but a but a longer, little wider body. Um, it is an injection molded bait, like the longs the shorts, the SSs, and the Chad Shad. And we designed it to have something for guys that want to do some late fall trolling, whether it's kind of in the mid-south, whether it's out east, um, or whether it's up by in, in your neck of the woods in Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin, or out in, in Minnesota for when guys are kind of targeting muskies that are keying in on, on bigger profile bait fish, whether it's like spawning Cisco's, uh, big whitefish, big suckers, or even just large gizzard shad. So you guys kind of have a unique thing going on with the naming of these baits. Where'd the 50 cal come from? Because I know all the other ones have, they have a meaning and a, and a rhyme and reason behind them. What What's up with, with, with the names? 
Yeah, the 50 cal came about just because it's large, uh, one of the largest available ammunition. Um, our 22 short was at the original mold debate has an actual 22 short shell, um, as, as does the 22 long and the 22 short SS and Chad Chad. This one doesn't have a 50 cal shell on it or anything. It's just, uh, it's just the, the biggest member of the lunge and crankbait family. And I thought that 50 cal and, and or me and Chris both thought that 50 cal was fitting. So I know you talked about trolling. Is that typically what most guys are doing with this bait, or is it a is it a good option if you're looking to cast it as well? So during most of the testing, um, besides myself, I think most guys trolled it. I heard a lot of a lot of guys that were trolling it out on St. Clair. They were using it on boards, kind of like 25 feet back, which would put it down about five feet, and running it once the fish kind of come towards you know a couple couple miles from shore and river mouth this time of year all the way till mid-December and the trolling bites really kick off. Um, there, we got a lot of nice fish on the prototype, a lot of picture, nice pictures of fish from guys that were fishing uh, Lake St. Clair this time of year. And they were trolling them. And then we also had a lot of guys that were running them on some of the Ohio and Pennsylvania lakes. And they were just running them on down rods, um, kind of in, in general, 50 to 60 back in that 10 to 12 foot range. Uh, shad systems that was what the majority of the guys that tested them uh we had a few guys that were testing them on the chippewa flowage northern wisconsin they caught fish on them in both the cold water period and the warm water period but i would say most of the testing was done trolling and when we first kind of thought of this bait we knew that it would probably be looked at as a pure trolling bait but it's definitely not i um i probably cast it more than i troll it and I prefer to, to cast and twitch it. Um, getting a bait that was that big that can stay down in the eight to nine foot range while you're casting it was something something I've always kind of been looking for. I spend some time fishing some clear water in Tennessee every winter, and the visibility on those systems on the regular are usually eight to twelve, eight to fourteen feet, and so most of the baits that are highly productive will get in, in at least like the six to 10 foot range to kind of just get out of sight. And it seems to make the fish a little more comfortable to come up and eat them. And uh, that big profile bait, something that you could cast, cast out, crank down five or six times to get it down in that eight, nine foot range, and then both reel and twitch it back to make it go side to side and up and down a little bit was something that I knew would produce a lot of big fish and, has gotten a couple of nice fish in Tennessee, and I know the next few times that I'm there, uh, when I can actually spend some time fishing with it a little more, that I'll get I'll get some more fish and probably some big ones. Yeah, it's definitely one of those baits for for late fall for sure that guys want to have in their tackle box. So I know I saw a picture of one of them that Pete Rich got up in in the Chippewa flowage. Do you know how big that fish was that Pete got? I want to say it was pretty close to fifty. Is that right? I think Pete said that fish was fifty on the nose, and that was a. Uh, I think that was a July or an August trolling fish, and it was big, uh, heavy fish. And if I remember correctly, it was it was just at fifty. And yeah, he was trolling a, a prototype, I think, in in like a crappie pattern. Um, and that yeah, was probably in the probably a thirty thirty pound class fish, which is which is a well built fish for that July August time period, and and on the chip. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I saw it. Well-built fish. I mean, it was, uh, that was, that was a good one. That's when you, when you're prototyping a bait, those are the ones you want to, you want to see show up. Yeah. The, some of the best feedback we got, um, was from Pete. He had that really nice fish from, from the trip off Lowage. Uh, Greg Thomas took it to St. Clair and I know he didn't even get rods set the first morning and, and his client got a four footer on the brush perch one. And that was, that was kind of, that, that was one of the other kind of straws in our cap that really kind of knew we, or gave us the, the hint that we were on, on something pretty special. And then another guy we work with, Brian Clark has really done well on him the last two, well, almost three years now. He had the absolute first prototype that came out and he caught, he caught a lot of fish on, on Pima tuning and he had a couple of trips on Lake St. Clair where they got five or six fish on the, on the, uh, 50 cal alone. So I had a, I had a guy tell me, ask me about like modifications on some of these baits. If there's anything that guys do to them on this crankbait, do you hear of anything that guys are doing to them to, to change anything up? I don't know if a lot of guys are doing it, but it is something that I actually talked about at the Ohio Musking Show because probably for almost the last 10 years, um, the 10 inch Jake has been a popular bait that I like to use and I've caught a lot of fish on it. I've liked a lot of qualities of the 10 inch Jake, but I think it's a little bit too buoyant. Once the water gets cold, I don't think it hangs in the strike zone long enough. And I don't think it gets quite deep enough. Part of the, 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 when we were, part of the idea when we were designing this bait was, that it would get deeper. And so when you're twitching it, you could keep it deeper, but because it's an injection molded bait and it has a lot of air in inside the blank, it also is fairly buoyant. And if you take away too much of its buoyancy, it, it really, it, you kind of loses some of its effectiveness as a trolling bait. And we don't want to take away from that. So it was kind of a, a medium ground, but what I actually have several baits that I just use for casting and on the side of the blank, halfway between the first and second hook hanger on one side and halfway between the second and third hook hanger on the other side, I'll take a one thirty-second drill bit and I'll drill a really small hole through them on both sides and I'll fill it with 15 cc's of water. And at about 48 to 50 degrees, that 15 cc's of water is perfect to make that bait really hang to where it only rises about eight to 10 inches per second. So it slows its rise rate quite a bit. Now, if I'm getting down and going to fish in water, that's more, that's more like in the 40 degree range. I'll even add a, a little bit more, maybe another five or six cc's into, into one of those holes. And that will give the bait even a slower rise. And I think that that extra hang time really makes a big difference on, on fish in cold water that in general aren't moving really fast and don't are, don't ever really reach a high activity level. That's something that I, I've done for, like I said, almost 10 years. I have a lot of modified jigs and I've caught a lot of fish on them. And you could do the same thing with this 50 cal. And if, if guys who own them and like to cast them haven't done that yet, I would, I would recommend at least give it a try. What, what I'll do after I put the drill bit in there is I've heard some guys, they just put epoxy over it and that does work fine. But what I do is I find like the smallest, it's usually like a one eighth inch, the small, I don't even know what the size is. You might be better at that than, than me. One of the smallest ones you can buy at like Lowe's or Home Depot. And I'll just fill, fill that hole in with a real small screw. And that way I can adjust the amount of water that I add to the bait 
And one additional thing that adding that extra weight to the bait does is it actually makes the tail end of the body kick out a lot easier on the twitch. And so not only does not only does the bait hang longer in front of a fish in cold water, but when you twitch it and pause it, it shows it shows the fish the entire side profile. And that's almost when I'm, that's when I got almost all my strikes twitching the bait and the fish end up having the whole bait across their face because they can because when it when it makes a ninety degree turn, they come up and T bone it. And that gives you I think that also gives you a best chance of, of hooking the fish as well. That's a pretty cool tip for guys that want to play around a little bit, start drilling some holes in your baits. I've heard of guys doing that quite a bit and doing well on it. It's not something I've really played around with a lot. But I don't typically this late in the fall I'm not doing a lot of I'm not doing a lot of twitching either and a lot of guys I know it's pretty popular for some guys, but it's not for me. So hey, that's a that's a cool tip. I had somebody in one of the past podcasts or he he had left me some comments on the past podcast and he said if you know you could talk to these manufacturers and see if there's stuff out there that guys are doing to you know modify these baits so that's what made me think of asking you about modifications for this one yeah and i i definitely in general me myself like when i have both for 10 inch jakes and some other big twitch baits and these and these 50 cals as well I have baits that are specifically for casting and then specific the ones for trolling. I just leave alone. If I, now I know that not everyone has, uh, you know, 50 of the same kind of bait and you might not want to have multiple baits and, you know, with as many color variations are available. You could always just drain the water out if you want to just simply troll it. And then if you, and that's kind of the nice, at least I think that, that's what's nice about being able to, put a small screw in there. You can always just take the water out, drain it out. And then if you want to go back and cast the bait and you want to, you want that bait to hang in the water column a little bit longer, you can, you can add it and it's, and it's versatile, but I would definitely recommend either having a casting bait and a trolling bait and just keep them separate or trolling with the lightest version available without, without adding the water to it. But uh, I would certainly, if guys are comfortable tinkering, I've always kind of been a lure tinker myself. That was kind of how we got into um, lunging in the first place. And no matter how good a bait is, there's always something that you can do, a hook or a split ring or adding weight or subtracting weight or doing something different to make it either a better hooking bait or a better fish catching bait. And, and especially baits that are effective through a wide range of water temperatures, how effective a bucktail is in 70 degrees is certainly not the same way it's effective in 50 degrees and it's the same thing with the crankbait. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to burn this bait or troll it at five miles an hour, um, in the, in the late fall, like I would as much during the summertime period or early fall. And it's the same thing with twitching it. You want to twitch it slower and have a little more hang time once that water gets cold around this time of year. So it's a good thing you brought up speed. A lot of guys that are trolling this, how fast will this one go before you're going to have issues with it blowing out? Uh, I pulled up to five and that was kind of, that was kind of our goal when we set out was to have a big, a big bait that would go at least five because some of the guys that will fish Georgian Bay or some other great lake systems will put some, you know, use some speed in the, in the early fall and summertime, especially I haven't really tried to troll it much faster than that, but up to five, it runs true. And I would say the sweet spot that a lot of these guys that I've talked to, 
are running it is somewhere in like the three two to three six range. That's been kind of the sweet spot where most of the fish have been caught troll. So a little bit slower than I would normally troll like a twenty two long or a twenty two short. So Matt, I'm assuming that uh, you guys have some new you guys have a new bait coming out this winter. So at some point I'll probably either be talking to you or Chris about that new bait, which I'm assuming we don't want to talk about tonight. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're ready to talk about it because we don't have any to distribute yet. But we do have a, a new bait. Um, I'm excited about it. I actually caught a bunch of fish on it this fall. I think I probably actually caught more on that bait than I did on any other baits in the boat. So it was it was a really good producer. I caught my I think I caught my biggest fish of the fall on it, and it's it's different than than really what's available, and it's a little bit different than the rest of our the rest of our line. Um, has been in the fact in the way that it's made kind of in the I guess I could say size range but maybe it's, it's, it's in a little different realm than you think of as normal size range sure well there's a little teaser for people that are bait junkies are looking for are looking forward to something this winter I know we've talked about it before on past podcasts that with no shows this winter that there's still going to be some new products out I know of a handful of them from a multitude of manufacturers so anyways, Matt, I want to just thank you for taking some time out of your schedule, talking about the 50 cal. I guess I'll ask you one question that I've asked on other podcasts before is if there's one reason why you want to have this 50 cal in your tackle box, what's the reason? Uh, if there's one reason you want to have it is, is it's a, it's a big, pro, big profile bait. Um, it has a really wide wobble, which has always been proven effective in the fall. And because it is a, a newer bait, the first time it was released was this, this year it shows, you know, if some of those, the biggest, oldest, smartest fish in all these big fish systems have probably never seen a bait that has the same water displacement pattern because it's only been out for 11 or not even a full 11 and a half months. Excellent. Well, thanks, Matt. I appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule to talk about the 50 cal. If people are looking for a great selection of 50 cals, you can find them on our website, teamrhinooutdoors.com. I'm sure, Matt, you guys have a bunch of custom colors and stuff going on, and stock colors going on your website as well. Is that is that correct? Yeah, we have all the stock colors right now, and in the next month to six weeks, we will have a full line of uh, custom colors as well to kind of make up for the lack of the lack of shows that we're going to have on this year, unfortunately. Yes, I think that most of us are anticipating having no shows, but we'll see. There's still a few that are yet un, undecided, and I guess we'll just see how the winter goes. But with that being said, Matt, thanks again for coming out. Appreciate you talking about the 50 KL. I'm sure we'll be talking to you again this fall or this winter. And, uh, you know, I hope you have a great holiday season. Thanks so much, Jeff. Same to you. So there you have it. That was Matt Gunkel with Lunge and Lures talking about his new 50 KL crankbait. And if you're looking for a great selection of the 50 KL crankbait, you can check out teamrhinooutdoors.com. Of course, we have all their stock colors and we have a fantastic variety of custom colors so if you're looking to get yourself into a, a new crankbait for this fall if you're still out fishing or if you're looking to do a little shopping for next fall you can go ahead and do that at teamrhinooutdoors.com and if you're listening on release day november 30th you have to the end of the day to go to teamrhinooutdoors.com you can enter in the code tro10 at checkout and you can save yourself 10 percent on your brand new 50 cal crankbaits once again, I just want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast. If you're looking to 
get more muskie related information, you can check out our other podcast. That'd be Backlash Fishing Podcast. And we co-host that with Brad and Carrie Hoppy from Muskie Mayhem Tackle. And if you go to that one, you're going to get a lot more of the uh, guide talk. We talk, you know, specifically with a lot of the guides or people in the, in the industry. And when we do that, we break down things, you know, more seasonally. If you want to know where they're catching fish or what they're doing, go check out that podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Team Rhino Outdoors Muskie Fishing Podcast. And we will catch everybody again in two weeks.